Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. It's a book on uh, owning your presence in life and becoming the epic leader that you're meant to be. Uh, sounds sounds cool, sounds catchy, uh, but it actually works. Uh, this book has become college curriculum at Forbes, um, Forbes School of Business and Technology, and Harvard and Stanford are now looking at it as well. Uh, to, to be picking it up. We're just trying to get the right uh, split of commissions out because they, they want to take all the money and pay nothing, which we may end up doing because it's great, great credibility to say that your book is a course at Harvard and it's a, it's a college certification course. So what that means is if someone takes the course online, it will be at Harvard, at Forbes or at Stanford uh, on their online program and they will actually get a certificate from, can you imagine a humble alpha Harvard certificate? That's crazy. Anyway, that's what intentions do. That's what, in, that's the result of integrity. That's the result of living a life based on morals and values, right? It, and focusing on the intention, which is the only thing that you can control. You can't control the outcome anyway. So before we get started, I'm talking about three, I want to update you guys on three things. One, as you know, we relaunched have NFT, um, in the second phase minting on Ethereum going really well. 
the project has gotten a lot of attention from the UK. It looks like we're going to be starting to have NFT UK uh, section as well. We have um, the Medal of Honor recipient Florent Groberg as a spokesman. His NFT is finished. Anyone who buys now um, the first 500 uh, wallets will receive a free Florent Groberg Medal of Honor recipient video NFT, which is the first one in the world for Medal of Honor recipients. Coincidentally, the Medal of Honor Museum opened up in Texas this past weekend, and he was there as well. So if you want to go uh, grab yourself a have NFT, that's um, haveNFT.io. Really appreciate it. Otherwise, you know, most of you, that we do retreats with the Have mission to Peru. And uh, this year we're going uh, at the beginning of May for 10 days. And we have two slots left. So if you're thinking about it and, and you're on the fence, that's, uh, now's the time to jump in. We only have two spots left. It's an incredible journey of 10 days where we work with plant medicine, ayahuasca San Pedro, sometimes combo. Uh, and then we take a trip to uh, Machu Picchu, which is a day journey there overnight and come back. And otherwise, we live literally on a compound at the Temple of the Moon, Temple of the Frog, Temple of San Pedro, Temple of the Monkey, uh, Pachamama Birth Canal, and so on and so forth. It's literally right there. No tourists, just us in the middle of, of basically wilderness on the Inca Trail. If that's something you, you sound interested in, let me know. Then, as you all know, the Humble Alpha Paradigm Upgrade Advisory Program is something that myself and my co-author and my business partner, Lane Ballone, have successfully done. We've worked with clients such as Eric Adams, Special Assistant, uh, the, the mayor of New York City. Um, we've helped her. We helped her them and her through the election. Uh, we worked with um, entrepreneurs in the, in the 20 to $50 million range. Uh, we have uh, financial advisors. We have financial companies, large companies, small companies, and entrepreneurs. And what we did in the UK, which worked out really well, and it just ended recently, was a group. So instead of our one-on-one, -on -one, or Lane and myself and you on one, uh, we did a group. So we did five people um, that went through the Paradigm Upgrade Advisory Program for a greatly reduced price because it's a, it's a group program. If anyone's interested in finding out more about the advisory program, let me know. We'd love to start another group, uh, specifically in the Americas, if that's possible. Um, anyone from the UK, obviously, is, or from Europe is invited as well. Uh, but it went so well. The impact of a group session coupled with the um, core operating system of the Humble Alpha is something that uh, is, is a sight to be seen, put it that way. All right, so let's get started. TM spoke about integrity. And you all know I live by HIT, honesty, integrity, and transparency. But, on, but integrity is a result of your values and your morals. You can't be integrity. You have to become integrity. It's a part of, it's a being. It is, it's an is situation, if you will, right? So to, to, just to, to break this down even more, authenticity equates to integrity if it's based upon your core values. And how, are you authentic, how can you be authentic? You can be authentic when you know who you are, when you know who you really are and what you want. And why is that? Because when you communicate from a place of knowing your identity, you are automatic authentic because you are the only person with that identity. So it, again, integrity is a result of your values and your morals. So if we talk about HIT, honesty, integrity, transparency, most of you know this. Honesty with yourself while you do say and think what you do. And transparency is how you step into the world with that honesty and it's your ongoing reputation. That makes you authentic, as I just said. That authenticity, of course, the byproduct is integrity. Integrity is saying what you, uh, is doing what you say you're gonna do, not doing what you say you're not gonna do, and of course, if you screw up, if you mess up, apologize openly and fix it. Simple as that. That's integrity, right? Integrity is being honest with yourself first always. If you're honest with yourself first always, you never have to worry about what story you're telling. You just are. You're coming from a place of pure owning, purely owning your presence, who you are, what you're about, what your identity is. And I promise you, as I sit here today, you will attract more people into your life by being authentic and not trying to be somebody else than you ever would trying to look like, be like, act like, sing like, write like, talk like somebody else. And I know everyone here probably thinks they do that. <coughs> um, and to a degree, everyone does. But our, our society is so heck, you know, hell bent on getting us to follow one identity, one direction, uh, based upon our external identity, um, what, what, whatever it is, whether it's, um, I'm a veteran, for instance, that's one identity. Then there's, um, um, you know, your race, that's another identity. Your religion is another identity, right? Your, your sexual preference is another identity. And 
that separates us all. It doesn't make us authentic. It makes us into groups of the same. So that, yes, that is one way to feel a little, you know, I guess you could say special, but it's not about you. This whole thing that I'm talking about isn't about you at all, is it? Because why are we here, right? Why are we here on this planet? Why did God put us here? We're here to be joyful, right? Create and co-create a joyful existence. But if we want to talk about co-creating and, and, you know, having a joyful existence, let's talk about how you can communicate, as TM was talking about, in a situation and show your integrity without saying, hey, look, I have integrity. You basically attract attention to yourself by showing interest in others, right? Don't talk to people about what you're interested in. Talk to them about what they are interested in, including themselves. Then your intention will be transformed and other people will immediately become interested in making your acquaintance. They will have nowhere to retreat from the power of your intention, which is always completely subtle in its workings when you focus on them. Especially in a networking event, when someone comes up to me, hey, Stephen, how you doing? I'm, I'm this, I do that, and this, that, and the other, and da, 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 they do that famous elevator pitch. Um, it's, I feel bad, because I'm like, you're not connecting to me, bro, or sis, you're not connecting to me. Who are you, man? What, do you even know who I am? What do you want from me? Do you want anything from me? Should I get something from you? What's the deal, right? Why don't we just get to know each other? Just, just say hello, say what's up, right? I mean, if, if some of you know my story, read the book, you know, I, I walked up to Mick Jagger, I walked up to Bill Clinton, I walked up to Olivia Newton-John, I walked up to Andrea Bocelli, and I used their full name. Hey, William Jefferson Clinton, welcome to Berlin. He, he was happened to be in Berlin. And William Jefferson Clinton, why would I say that? Because if I say President Clinton, then I'm just another fanboy or whatever, right? And if I say Slick Willie or Bill, uh, then he'll be like, I don't know you, don't call me Bill. So I use his full name. That's a disruptor, isn't it? And it's authentic because that's my, my way of speaking to him. And that always attracts the attention from those around you, making you interesting. And they, again, they won't have any, the, the, that intention that you have of, of adding value by solving your problems will change the way that people see you and want to work with you. You know, they, a, person's, a person feels fulfilled when their sense of self-worth is confirmed. You know, they, they feel like, uh, they feel liked, they feel interesting, they feel respected and, you know, valued. And that comes from you listening to them, talking to them, coming from a place of integrity. When someone says something to you, you ask a question back about what they're talking about, not what your agenda is, you know? And, you know, it's like a, it's like a, an endless class that I could give, you know, an endless class that I could give on how to talk to people and how to listen to people, you know, even, even in, uh, on the online world or here on, on Facebook or whatever, or, you know, clubhouse or something like people talk at you all the time, right? They talk at us all the time. They just talk, just, just, just talk me, I, mine, this, you have to do this. You must do that. You need to do this. You need to do that. Uh, and it sort of leads us to a point where we're like, well, what, 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 what do I do? Like, who am I? If I have to listen to all this stuff and I, and it works for them, then it must work for me. No, it doesn't have to adapt everything. There, there's no creation of new things in the world. There's only a creation of a new way of looking at it. Simple as that. Everything's already there. God's created everything there is. There is not, there is, there is no, nothing more to create. It's there. We just need to realize it, make it our own and own that. Simple as that. You know, <laughs> excuse me, I'm a little bit under the weather. So, you know, all of these things that I'm talking about, authenticity leads to, you know, equates to integrity when you base, uh, when it's based upon your core values and principles, which mine are honesty, integrity, and transparency, right? So when we sit here and we think about what am I going to do for the rest of my life? Because today, as you know, is the first day of the rest of your life. What are you going to do for the rest of your life? Are you going to follow the stream? Um, the get on the boat with everybody else, sort of be, you know, floating down the river wherever it takes you. Or are you going to get in your own boat, take your own path, forge your own way, be convicted that you will do what you wish 
as long as it doesn't, as long as it doesn't hurt anyone else. You know, this is something that I'm thinking about a lot lately. I'm, pr I'm pretty much on my own. I'm pretty much, uh, I pretty much do what I do uh, when I want to do it with who I want to do it with without any regard for if I can afford it, can't afford it, whatever. I just go full in and know that if my intuition's telling me this is what you got to do, then this is what you got to do. For instance, yesterday I made a decision out of the blue. Uh, there's a chiropractor in Houston, Texas. That's a specialist. I went and visited him one time. He, he fixed three things in my body uh, that had been uh, a big problem for three years, right? He fixed it in one session. So I decided yesterday on the way to Peru, I'm going to fly to Houston. I'm going to stay there for a week. I'm going to get two treatments a day for four days straight. And um, that, that's going to cost me probably 10K in total for everything, right? And I'm like, I'm going. It wasn't even about the money. It's not about the money, right? Money's a byproduct. You know, money's the, money's the thing that comes when you live your life according to plan. If you feel like you can't afford something, guess what? You can't afford it. <laughs> right? If you can't, if you think it, that's exactly the, the universe is always on your side. Always. Always on your side. If you think you can't, you can't. Everyone knows that. Right? So again, when it comes to the communication, when it comes to integrity, when it comes to working with others, speaking to others, growing your influence, uh, owning your presence and stuff, it is not about you, but it is all in you. The outside world is a distraction. The outside world will tell you everything you don't need to know to do the things that you don't want to do. <laughs> you know, it's, um, I heard something the other day, what was it? Um, intention is what turns desire into action. And I thought that was so profound because we always talk about focus on the intention because it's the only thing you, you can control. And so if you desire a goal, you got to reduce the desire so it's not overly focused, you're overly your focus. And then you set the intention of what your life will be like once you reach that goal. And that intention turns the desire into reality. The how, as you know, the how you're going to get there, the how you're going to do something, the how you're going to, it doesn't even matter. It's all about the certainty, setting that vision and knowing that you're going to get there no matter what. And I could tell you story among story, like for instance, the Harvard, uh, you know, the course going to Harvard, the book or Stanford, we never planned on that. Didn't even, didn't, didn't had no idea it could happen. Our intention was to reach a billion people with our book, with our course, with our message, the core operating system, Humble Alpha. And this is what transpired from that. Had I tried to focus on, let's say Harvard, then maybe Forbes wouldn't have picked it up. Maybe it wouldn't even been, you know, gone online at all, who knows? And so I can, you know, I can just highly suggest, I'm not a guru, I'm not someone, you know, I, I didn't know what I was gonna talk about until I come onto this app. It's rare that I have anything prepared. And the reason for that is, is because I work through a lot of things every day. I'm a very conscious guy. I think all the time, right? I think all the time, how can I be better? How can this work? Okay, I feel a little bit of, of resistance on this side. Okay, there's a little push, there's a little pull. What's going on? How can I alleviate that? How can I reduce the importance? How can I reduce the desire? How can I make this into something that's a win-win for everyone with as, the least amount of energy as possible? You know, it's the abundance of free energy that makes a person charming, magnetic, powerful, and charismatic. The face of a person's energy is proportional to the volume of free energy in which they run and the strength of their connection between their heart and their mind. Now you're probably saying, what the heck is this guy talking about? What I'm talking about is if your energy is going into attempting to fix or, or attempting to guide yourself specifically on a path, your free energy is reduced. If you're fighting obstacles and challenges, your energy is reduced. What's easier, going around a challenge, facing it, saying, yeah, I see you, but I'm not gonna deal with you right now, going around and moving forward, or standing there and fighting the challenge? What's easier, right? What, what expends less energy? I think you already know the answer. These are the things that I think of every day, if you can believe it. Uh, and no, it doesn't drive me crazy, I love this stuff. It's, it's, uh, Jesus, you know, it's a, it's a funny thing. I'm sitting here in Hungary in this little village in, in, my, in my bachelor pad. Um, 
picking my kids up today, so I have them for a couple of days. And I just got back from uh, the Lake Balaton, which some of you may have seen the video on my Instagram. Lake Balaton is a the largest lake in Central Europe, and uh, it's like it's like living two lives. You know, I have my life, then I have my life with my kids, right? And it's it's really really strange. Any of you who've, who are separated, or divorced, know know what I'm talking about. And that's why it's so important that the integrity aspect, my authenticity aspect, stays with me, because you could literally go crazy, and some of, some of you know that I have. So sometimes gone crazy. So like Linnell knows my story, right? Linnell's a great coach, by the way. And if I didn't have these core values to hang on to, if I didn't have a steadfast solid belief in the fact that when I live by my core, core principles and values, then I don't know what I would do because I'd be floating around, bouncing around, trying to please, trying to get, trying to, trying to do, trying to become when all I should be doing is just being. And that's what I do. I think best. I'm just me. And I, you know, I've talking to many, I've spoken to many of you as on, you know, Justin's podcast recently, you know, the, um, Dr. Shapiro adjusted me twice in Texas. You know, I met, I met so many of you. I've spoken to many of you. Dora Maria met you um, twice, actually, uh, in New York as well and in Kentucky. You know, and there's, there's, uh, there's a lot to be said for people in this room who uh, do their best to be a part of a solution, to be part of a growth, to be part of uh, uh, expanding love, I guess you could say. Uh, and that's what keeps drawing me back here, you know. Um, there's there's a change going around the world right now, a big change, and I know all of you feel it. There's a shedding of negativity. There's a shedding of of a layer of reality that no longer serves us. And part of that is because we've gotten to a pinnacle of how do I say it? Bullshit. <laughs> right? We've gotten to a pinnacle of, okay, wait a second. Everything's scary. Everything induces fear. Everything is a problem. No, can't be. So we're shutting down that part of our consciousness now. It seems like as a whole, as a collective consciousness, we're shutting down that part of our consciousness and say, you know what? If I can dictate my own reality by focusing on the things that I believe, focusing on my core, core values and my, and my principles, then won't that change the world that I'm living in? Yeah, it will. If you want to affect change, if you really want to affect change, you have to start in your world. And that means with you. And that will create radiant value, like a ripple effect that goes out to others that will pick up on this and it will create radiant value as well. That's how we move forward and make change. Gandhi didn't go on the outside. He started by himself. Right? We are so accustomed to looking to the outside for solutions and answers when everything we need to know is on the inside. If we are all one and part of God, then don't we already have the answer? We do already have the answer. And I'm sitting here telling you this, knowing that I have access to all the answers, but I don't have all the answers. You know what I mean? Because I don't know how to access all the answers. And that's what my journey is about. And an answer, having an answer is relative. You know, it's, it's about what applies to you? Because in the end, uh, what you believe is, what your perception is your perception. And what my perception is, is, is my perception. They, they could be two completely different things about the same subject matter. And, and it doesn't matter what you believe because that's your belief. And I don't have to argue with you about it. If that's what you believe, then amen. Go for it. So, you know, I always like doing these 30-minute discussions. Today was um, a really weird, uh, strange discussion for me. I hope you enjoyed it. Well, we usually do about 30 minutes of um, Q&A, but, you know, before I finish up here to do Q&A, just have a chat. You know, there's no, we don't have to have Q&A like, hey, here's a question or whatever. Just chat. Let's see what's going on, right? And how you feel about how integrity plays and authenticity plays into, into, into integrity. How principles actually make a difference in the lead and those around you through radiant value. And how living by honesty, integrity, and transparency can transform the world around you as well. And I don't know, it's, I'm, I'm very, um, um, quote adverse, you know what I mean? Like I'm not a big guy. I don't like using, you know, quotes that are overused or, you know, what they, in German, they say, Sprichworte, you know, speaking words. 
everybody knows, but there's so much out there that we can learn from and we should learn from it, in my opinion. Um, but there's a saying that uh, apples fall to the ground. Why not let yours fall to the sky? And what that means is intention. What do you want? You want your apples to fall to the sky? Then make it happen. And how do you do that? Well, it has to do with creation and it has to do with an energy that's not producing excess potential. And what that means is if I want something too much or I desire something too much, that constricts my view of the world and it constricts my attention to that one thing that I want or that's too important. Blocking me out from everything around me that's potential in solving my problem, reaching my goal, helping me move forward. So the first thing that I do when I, I am, you know, find a problem or have a challenge is I reduce the importance of the desire of that challenge, first of all. Second of all, I pan out and I look, how much of an effect will this one moment in my life have in my entire lifeline? Yeah, zero, right? So reduce the importance. That allows you to free up that excess potential for something good. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Right. We have the ability to make apples fall to the sky if we truly want to. But I think the thoughts have to flow from the unity of the heart and the mind. Otherwise, the, uh, the energy of our intentions won't be true. It'll be based upon, I want to get this, so my intention is that. Now, where's the purity come from? It comes from within, it comes from your truth, it comes from your identity, it comes from knowing who you are. And, and, and if you want to talk about the heart and the mind, the heart doesn't think, obviously. It's just willing to have, I guess you could say. The conflict between our heart and our mind arises because the mind doubts that a goal can be realistically achieved. And the heart just believes, right? It's incredible the things that, that we have inside of us and what, what we can accomplish in life. And the things that you've accomplished, the things that you've done here, um, it's, uh, it's daunting when we actually pan out and look at our lives, what we've achieved as human beings, every single one of you. You know, there's stories I know about almost everyone in this room. And sometimes, you know, people scream out their accomplishments because they're looking for significance, and that's great. And sometimes those that have the most success don't say a damn word. You know, and there's someone in this room right now that's, that's like that. A few people like that in this room right now that are super successful and you never hear of them. You never hear from them. That makes us all different. That makes it all well, all, all uh, uh, something to, to strive for because we're all teachers and we're all learners, uh, students, sorry, teachers and students at the same time. And I feel like there's so much potential in this room right here that if we really didn't, if we, if we really focused on what it is we want to communicate from our core being and not from some book or something we learned that we want to turn into our own program or not, you know, regurgitating what someone else said, but make it your own. Make it your own and tell me who you are. Tell me what you want, right? Where's your love lie? Where's your passion lie? What's going to make you the greatest version of yourself moving forward? Where are you going to end up? Is there an end? Like, who are you? That's what I want to know. You know, and this is just me being like honest, honest. I don't want to hear regurgitated stuff from other people. I want to hear you. I want your authenticity. I want to know who you are. Straight up. In my face. I want to know who you are. Right? And I think the world around you wants to know who you are too. And when you have, when two people meet who know who they are, sparks fly. Co-creation happens. Magic happens. That's what I want from everybody in this room. It's not my right to want. It isn't, right? But the want energy, you know about that, right? When you want to check the mail or you want to go get a newspaper, what do you do? Do you plan 
Do you set a strategy? You say, I believe, I believe I can go get the newspaper. I can make it. I can do it. No, you just freaking go do it. There's no potential. There's no excess potential. There's no excess importance. There's no excess desire. You simply go and get the newspaper. And guess what? If you don't get the newspaper because you got distracted or you went to a coffee shop, then guess what? Are you upset? No, because there was no expectation behind it. You see where I'm coming from? So when we go out on our journeys every day, we go out there with the want energy, right? We just, I want to go make a million dollars. All right. What's that look like? Looks like this. All right, let's go. And if it doesn't work out, guess what? Oh, I got distracted and something else came up and that's what I'm doing now instead. So if you accept the things in our life that isn't perfect as something that's a guideline or a guidepost and turn it into something positive, excuse me, turn it into something positive, then our life changes. Guys, I live this. Like I, I have to live this. Otherwise I'd have been gone a long time ago. I can tell you that right now. You know, with the war, the PTSD, the, the separation, all that kind of stuff, I'd have, you know, I'd have done something stupid a long, long time ago. But I've trained myself over the years to, to work with my mind and lead my mind. We have to lead our minds. I'm going to break off into something here real quick. Some of you have heard this before. It's, it's controversial. Some people believe it. Some people don't. But I believe we have five minds. Conscious, subconscious. You have your inner child, which is you at about six or seven years old. You have your parents when you were six or seven years old and you have your ego, right? So your ego is responsible for chaos. Your inner child is responsible for fear. That's what that's only emotion they have. And your parents are six years old when you were six years old are responsible for judgment. Those three minds feed your subconscious mind and your conscious mind being the only mind that can make a decision feeds from your subconscious. So what does that mean? It means you're always feeding on something that happened in the past and you're projecting that into the future. What does that mean? It means you're stuck in a circle. You're not moving forward. So unless you lead your minds, you go into your mind. When you meditate, you meet with your higher self, with, 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 your, with your inner child. You meet with your ego and you meet with your parents when you were six years old. You reassign them a duty. I reassign my parents for consideration, considering what's going to come in the future and not judging me on what was happening in the past. I reassign my inner child not to be responsible for fear, to let go, comfort him and say, I got you, brother, and reassign him. You're my sentry. You will watch out. And you warn me when something's happening. I talk to my ego and I say, look, ego, you no more have any, you, you no longer have access to against energy and no negative energy. You are now responsible for warning me, sorry, for uh, communicating additional communication. If you feel that I'm missing something that I didn't communicate correctly, you're going to push me to say that. And that's how I lead my minds. So I actually program myself to lead myself into a path that didn't exist yet. And most of us go down a path that's a mirror of the, of the, of the past. And if we're going down that mirror of the past, that path of the mirror of the past, what's going to happen? Right. We're just keep getting the same thing we always got. Yeah, sure. A little bit here, a little bit there. You see a new tree, you plant it, whatever. You know, there's, there's, some, there's a whole bunch of different uh, things that can or cannot happen, right? Ah, my goodness. Um, Dr. Dwayne Dwyer would say, ego is edging God out. <laughs> that's, that's a Patricia Freudenberg just wrote me. That's pretty, that's pretty profound. Um, I, I, you know, I could go on because this is something that I think about all the time. I think about this stuff all day. If you, if you believe it or not, I don't watch TV. I don't watch Netflix. I don't do, you know, internet stuff. You know, I'll do my marketing and stuff like that, but that's about it. Uh, but I don't do any of that other stuff. Like I don't distract myself from reality. I don't, I don't even watch sports. I used to play sports, play football, wrestling and basketball. And I, I sucked at everything. <laughs> it was in high school. I don't do any of those distractions anymore. You know, none of those distractions. And that's because there's a reason why you're here. There's a reason why I'm here. There's a reason why Dora Maria, TM, Jan, Justin, Renee, Nate, Liza, Michelle, Core Element, Tom, Nivia, everybody else. There's a reason why you're here on this planet. Don't you want to know what that is? Don't you, aren't you burning inside to find out why are you here? Right? Why are you here? I want to know who you are. I really want to know who you are. And I think the world wants to know who you are. Not what you do, what your title is and where you're from and all that. That's, that's nice. And that's all ancillary, but who are you? What's your freaking true identity? What are you about? What do you live for? And you know what, what kind of impact are you going to have on this planet? What are you going to leave behind?
most people are like, I don't care what I leave behind. I, I need to get something while I'm here. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Hmm. If you reduce the level of importance that you place on things, you immediately reestablish a state of balance. Even that desire that I'm to, I went intentionally high with my emotions there. I want to know who you are. That's showing you excess importance, right? Excess desire. If I reduce the level of importance, then I say, hey guys, tell me who you are for real. Tell me who you are for real. That's different than if I'm yelling at you, isn't it? Come on, man, get it. You know, it's like when I was, um, I, I once opened an okay. event in two, 2017. Um, one second, let me mute this. There we go. I opened an event in 2017 in San Diego where Jocko Wilnick was speaking after me. First question was, who the hell are you, Stephen? You know, like, who, who, how, why are you opening this event? And I'm not sort of kind, kind of was the attitude with Jocko. And I went up on stage and I spoke and I, I discussed and I, talk, I told my story of, of, of my Iraq and I told my story of um, suicide attempt and recovery and all that kind of stuff. And I had the toughest Marines, Army, Air Force and Navy guys in that audience crying, right? So they had tears in their eyes and it was, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful, beautiful thing. It was a connection. It was uh, an entire sort of amalgamation of uh, all of these warriors' hearts. It was incredible. Then Jocko came in. And if you ever watch Jocko speak, he's a brilliant speaker, but he screams and yells the entire time. And he's very direct, like just, you will get up, you gotta get up at four o'clock in the morning. You gotta get up before the enemy, blah, blah. The entire speech, I had to leave because I felt super aggressive, right, from that excess potential. It was just way too much energy in that room that was in a negative way in order to create an atmosphere of toughness, macho-ness, and killer mentality. You know, even though I lived that and I was that, uh, I saw the potential that was building in that room that took these men and women from a place of love and direction in their heart that I had just finished with and took it to the outside aggression that Jocko brought them to. I'm not talking down to Jocko. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, I think he's awesome. He's, he's, he's brilliant. Just saying the different energies, you could see day and night and the reactions of the crowd. Instead of embracing each other, they were like, yeah, let's go out and kill you. You know, you know that, that kind of thing. And that's what I'm talking about by the excess potential and the excess importance. What kind of life do you want to live? What kind of you know, legacy do you want to leave behind? How do you want to affect those around you? How do you want to affect those around you? Can you affect those around you? You know, it's, 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 uh, it's our, I want to say destiny to be the absolute best version of ourselves, to make an impact in the world that we live in, our world, my world, your world. And we're doing it right here in this room as well. But again, that change that you want, that everybody seems to want. That comes from you, from the inside, first. Simple as that. TM was talking about goals, right? Really simple, same thing, excess potential. If you concentrate on the goal as if you've already achieved it, your doors will open and the means will take care of themselves. Your choice is immutable law and with it, you shape your own reality. That's letting go of everything, isn't it? <laughs> excess potential, excess uh, importance, excess desire. There's no need to fight to achieve your goal. All you need, as I said, is the will to have. The word battle presupposes constant tension, struggle, and discipline. And that's what I was talking about with uh, Jocko. He preaches constant tension, struggle, and discipline. And I'm sort of saying like, you know, your choice is immutable. All you need to, is the will to have, and you can make it happen. Some of you are probably saying, okay, Stephen, you're preaching right now. What have you achieved? It's all relative. I could sit here and list a bunch of things off, but it doesn't matter to me because I'm not here to achieve. I'm not here to 
hang it out as a as a you know sort of a ribbon on my chest. I have enough of those from the army. But any if anyone wants to Google, go ahead and Google. <laughs> I'm sure you'll see enough of what I've done. There, it, it might not be quantifiable, but I've done a lot of crazy stuff. But that doesn't mean that I'm better than anyone. It doesn't mean I'm greater than anyone. It doesn't mean I'm smarter. I'm sure it's hell not smarter than many. <laughs> you know, I just flow is what I do. Again, I showed up here today as I always do, 99% of the time with no idea of what I'm going to talk about. And just let it flow. Feel the energy in the room. TM always sets it up. That's why I love coming after TM. Is that he always sets up the room so well um, that it's it's uh, it's a pleasure to take over. And he's always always gives me ideas. So yeah, as you know, we, he talked about integrity, talked about communication, talked about goals, talked about you know. And so I just picked up on that and added my own spice. Again, well, I could go on and on and on, and I and I probably shouldn't because it's, this is about you. It's not it's not about me, and it's about us creating something together that's going to make a difference. And if that's with one person, it's one point with one person. If it's the whole world, then it's the whole world. Right? We live in the manner in which we think about our existence. We live in the manner in which we think about our existence. What do you think about that? All right. I covered a lot of ground today, didn't I? Went a little crazy. <laughs> but I'd like to open it up now. Uh, we got uh, 20 minutes. Um, I'd like to get some, you know, comments, thoughts, ideas, whatever it is that you believe to that, or you just want to ask a question or do a hot seat or whatever you want. I'm open. Let's do this. Who's up? Who wants to talk? Who wants to say something? Steve. My name is Linnell. I... Hello, Linnell, hey. my guardian hey, angel. <laughs> I'm smiling from ear to ear this morning. I just love your energy and all the thought that you put into this this morning, I literally feel like you poured yourself out in this segment. And we talked about, you know, something, a transaction that happened um, a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I said to you was, I'm not really worried about it because it's going to show up. Yeah. And that's exactly how I feel about it. When, when something is for you and when you put the intention out into the world, and you know what it is that you're looking to achieve, even if it doesn't work out the way that you want it to work out, God is always going to circle it a, circle it back around for you so that it works in your favor. So I just want to thank you this morning for this segment. I love you so dearly, my friend. Good to hear your voice this morning. And I'll go ahead and mute myself out. This is Linnell. Linnell, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. And for anyone who doesn't know, Linnell helped me through the toughest time in my life about five months ago. Really, really helped me out there. So, great coach. Anyone else would like to, uh, Jennifer, would you like to add anything? You're with Jennifer Ferreira. Good morning. Yeah, this is a really good segment. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, Jennifer, who was that? My apologies. You can go. Sorry? Why don't we go with Jennifer first and then whoever the second one was. I don't know who that was. Jennifer, go ahead. Yes. Stephen, I always love your segments. You know, they're always just so positive and inspiring and every time I come in here and, and and listen to them it just always makes me think um just something maybe that I've forgotten because I think sometimes you know we put so much pressure on ourselves and it's like I have to get this done and I have to get that done but if you think about it and I I think I felt this way a lot when I was younger where I would just I would let it happen and it always did and we get so wrapped up in things that if you just go back to that it, it, it really, it really takes you back to, you know, how it, it, things are just so simple if you just let them be and they always end up working out in the end. So thank you. Very inspiring, very positive, And I love the segment. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. And you're, you, you touched on it, right? You really, really touched on it. Think back when we were kids, right? Did we care about political? Did we care about anything except for going out and playing? And life is a game. Life is a game. Let's, let's face it. We're here to have joy. We're here to enjoy life. God didn't put us here to suffer. All right. Who was, who was going to speak after that? Was that, who was that? Kimberly? Good morning, Stephen. It's the Hello. Confidence Coach. Good morning, Breakfast Hello. Champions. Good morning. Good morning. Um, thank you so much for this segment. I think everything that you just spoke about was so profound. And I saw even the way in which you maneuvered the whole room. So you said you came in and you kind of just went with the flow and then ultimately, I guess we all needed to hear what you had to say today, but that came um, 
I guess with you just being free spirited and allowing your spirit to, I guess, um, pick up on what was happening within the room as to what people needed to hear. So you are always just amazing. Um, you speak with such great conviction and it's beautiful to see all the time. Thank you so much, Stephen, again. You just gave away my number one <laughs> secret. No, it's uh, exactly what I do. I take what where the room is at energetically and then I slowly work with the room to see where I can go with it. And I listen to sort of the energy, I feel the energies, and then I take it where it needs to go. That's why I can't plan in the future. There's nothing worse for me than um, if, if I walk into a room where there's a certain energy, that's why I said about the Jocko thing, if there's a certain energy in a room that's, let's say, soothe, conducive, soothing and conducive and productive, and I go in there and I just crush it with this like, bam, how you doing, I'm here. You know, it, it's like, whoa, wait a second. Uh, where, where, uh, where am I? What movie am I watching? What world am I in? So I love taking the, 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 whether it's a person I'm talking to or a crowd or a live audience or you guys, taking it from where you already are, meeting you where you are and moving forward from there. You know, so Steven uh, Kuhn, it's your boy, Justin. How you doing, brother? My boy, Justin. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? <laughs> you, you still win the award for the best backdrop on the prime people podcast of all time. That was pretty epic. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, the thing you. I was going to point out is you give people that playful permission, right? You're, you're really allowing people to understand that we are beautifully and wonderfully made individually and we don't need to be somebody else. I think one thing that happens on Clubhouse and the speaker circuits is they like playing the hits, right? Just like a comedian or a musician yes. they like coming up on yeah. stage because they know what works. But, you know, you made me realize something this morning and I'll fully credit you that you know, I'm, I'm not really a coach or a speaker per se. I'm more of a creator that kind of came into this space, but the content creation piece is what I actually love. So I'm going to swim more towards that and, and go away from being known as a salesman because I'm not a salesman. I'm just somebody that likes connecting people and, and just doing cool stuff, right? And the creating piece is really what I love. So I appreciate oh. you, brother. And, and that playful permission, you can own that hashtag for sure. I, I love that, and, you know, and that's you getting closer to your to your true identity, and that's where the true power lies. When you know who you are, and you can deploy that, my God, you're 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 just powerful, and you're already powerful. So think think about how what kind of a shift that's going to make in your life and your business as far as the full life integration goes. Man, I love that, Justin. You're so receptive, man. Fucking awesome. I see hey, Dale buddy. down there. I see Dale, hey, buddy, my man. What's it's up, your boy? How you doing, brother? <laughs> All right, good to see you. Good to see good you, bro. Powerful segment as always, my man. Always, always part of my religion now waking up on a tuesday to catch stephen and, you know, i love the way you were saying about how you've got to read the audience i went to a school last week and i did a keynote and then i did four different workshops and they were all year 11 students and these students are aged between 15 to 16 and every single cohort within those different workshops were different and i had to read the audience and i when i first started speaking I just enjoyed speaking from the heart and I felt like a bit of a, an infiltrator because I thought I had to plan something. But when we have a really, truly authentic conversation with somebody in a coffee shop, we don't, it's not scripted, is it? It comes from, no. from, from our heart, you know, and I right. just want to say that, dude, every single day I learn from you when I, when I hear your voice, because I've downloaded your book, obviously I listen to it time and time again, because we're working together. I hear you on Clubhouse and it's just, like I learned something new. So today it's almost like a bit of a confirmation, like a, like a Stephen head nod in my direction say bro you're supposed to read the audience and you're supposed to connect with every single one because every single my talk was the same but it was different depending on the yeah. cohort that was listening so cheers amen. brother cheers amen to that great 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 feedback and it is it is important it is so important people want to feel like you're talking to them not at them right and but that comes from true and i know you have this dale from true care and passion for who you're talking to. Like you really care about those kids. I mean, you, I, I can, you really, really care about those kids. So you can fake it and say, I'm gonna talk to you in the energy that I'm talking. No, but if you feel it, they feel it. If you care, they care. The, the world, the universe will always mirror back the energy that you give out. If you walk up to somebody and you're loving and caring, they're not gonna punch you in the face. Why would they, right? They're gonna be loving and caring back to you. It's that's how the world works. If we know that and we are the leader of our minds and we can step into our worlds, knowing that we're leader of our minds and that the world mirrors back to us, man, what kind of a power do we have? What kind of a power do we have? This is, this is our truth, friends. This is our truth. Man, I could get into this. Anyway, so I could go for hours on this. I love this subject. 
Yeah. Okay. So Jan, you have anything to add? I haven't heard, I haven't heard your wonderful voice, the, the best voice on Clubhouse. Are you there, Jan? Oh, I guess she stepped away. Oh, well. Well, we're going to hear her voice maybe later. Just got a couple more minutes. So anyone else like to add anything? Good evening. Hello, everyone. Um, greetings from Japan. This is Alejandra Gonzalez. I have a question for you, um, Stephen. Uh, the question is this. I, I've, I've been in the military for about 20 years serving the military community in different capacities, and I can see and identify your transition. And when I say transition is being from holding the identity from the military into your mission in life. My question to you is this. You, um, you spoke about, about witnessing the warrior's um, heart when you explained and, and presented that convention where there were people from, from the armed forces right. hearing different stories and you saw them, their tears. And, and, um, and for what I have witnessed and what I know in the military community, for what I have experienced is a lot of times when a person has a military career, our soldiers, you know, in our, the armed forces, and they mold to their, they mold their identity to their rank, to their status, to the mission. Right? right you spoke about being unique and being who we are and and there's also that transition phase that military members go through going from military into civilian oh yeah my question and i guess my question to you is what are some of the things that you could share with us about that transition and also when we encounter military members veterans uh in our journey in serving in our mission, whether it's a business, whether it's coaching, whether it's a service that we provide to the world. When we encounter them, what are some of the things that you want us to keep in mind to identify that this is a different group of people who have been um, molded in a certain way <clears throat> and, and, and they need that extra help, that un extra understanding, that extra support to let them know it's okay you were lieutenant colonel at this wing, but now as, as a civilian, it's okay. You know, you don't you don't need you don't need to bring the, the mission into your life. You need yeah. to be unique of who you are. Yeah. Thank well, you. Yeah, and that's it, you know, you're touching on a point that just is the number one struggle in the military. When we get out, we lose a mission, we lose a family, we lose a greater purpose. Instantly everything's gone. Your structure to your life is gone. The family you, you were with, you fought and and bled and sweated with is gone and your purpose larger than yourself is gone. You write a blank check for the rest of your life. Like if you, if you go to the military, you know, you can go to war and you could fall. And if you do, you're, you know, that's, it's over and you fully accept that. So, uh, when you get out of the military, what are you going to do? Go get a job as a postman. There's nothing wrong with being a postman, but there's no fulfillment in that. There's no bigger mission in that. Where's your family stay, right? Where's the commonalities, the core, the core potentials moving forward. Um, this is huge. And this is what half is all about. Have NFT.io. That's what, that's what we do. And the transition phase is really difficult because the one problem veterans have is that they lose an entire life structure. The good thing about veterans is, in, our, in my opinion, is that once we know where to start, we make it happen. You know, 3% uh, of the entire um, United States are entrepreneurs, only 3%. 1% of, of the entire United States are veterans, but 13% of that 1% are entrepreneurs. That should tell you something, right? There's something there that we learn in the, in, the, in the military about a larger mission that we always seek when we get out. But if there's no help to get us there, that's the issue. So instead of telling people, you don't have to do this, you ask them where they want to go, and then you help them get there. That's, that's the transition process. Instead of saying, don't do this, you have to say, do this. You, know, you should say, do this. So you want to lead them down a path of the positive, constructive, and not the stop this, stop that, stop. It's, it's, it's sort of like when you say, hey, honey, when you go to the store, don't forget the bread. Or you can say, please remember the bread. It's a, a, a subtle difference, but massive impact. This, I, hope, I, hope, I hope that helps. May I speak to that? This is Dr. Yes. Laura. Yeah. Oh, yes, um, go for it. Thank you. Uh, when I lived in Germany, my now then husband, um, he was military. He was an officer. And I got to tell you, I agree with a lot of what's being said here, pretty much everything. And uh, when I was an ACAP counselor, which is Army Career Alumni Program to help soldiers who were separated from the military uh, transition into the workforce, they didn't have it for the for the family force. Yeah, Did exactly. That? They didn't have that for the family force. Now, I was the European manager for, I was the family advocacy program manager. For those of you who are in the Army, 
Family Advocacy Program Manager for the entire European footprint overseeing five countries, 22 army installations, and 200,000 individuals to help to prevent and educate regarding domestic violence, child abuse, and sexual assault. My ex-husband, now ex-husband, he flew the desk for the SDS. So I, he saw it, everything. So, yeah. and I don't mean to, I don't mean to say that like, what, what, what? The thing about it is, is that the hard, the transition of when you're, even when you're, um, you mentioned, I forget who was speaking, I so, so beg your pardon, the female. The thing about that is, is when you're a lieutenant colonel, when you're a colonel, when you're that high ranking, and you can't say anything, because you're supposed to keep it together for your troops. And heaven forbid if you shed a tear. That's so hard because you come out of that and you're, you're hardwired. You're institutionalized. It's almost like prison. I don't mean it's a prison. That's not what I'm saying. It's your institution. You're trained how to be because if you're anything else, then you're different. Thank you so much for letting me share. That was been my experience. Thanks. Indeed. Thank you so much. I'm, um, yeah, I, I lived in Germany. I was stationed in Germany for seven years, lived there for 13 afterwards. So, uh, one of my favorite places. <laughs> who is that? Okay. Who was that? This is Dr. Laura. I was just saying, yay, that's epic. I loved it. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. Winding it down. I got about seven minutes. Come on. Let's hear something deep, deep and, and, and exciting. Who's got something to add? Samira, how you doing down there in, in France? You around? No, Samira. Yes, yes. Yes. How Good are you, morning. my dear? Bonjour, morning. bonjour. Yes. Bonjour, madame. Uh, you know that this subject is really dear to me, why it is mm -hmm. so important when the, I say it, my word is like when you know your numbers about yourself and your numbers are what you're here for and what you're meant to do makes you aligned and you feel like you are vibrant every day not because it things are going greater or less and remember we talked about it sometimes the muscle of that alignment is not something that easy because we have to go through all generation i talk about epigenetics epigenetics is going beyond the genes sometimes we come from a family we get all these things about you know what we believe, what we have inside, etc., etc. So when you really go into your numbers, why we're here, and I, I love this part of it, knowing your numbers, meaning your name, when are you born, what for. Honestly, this time in the world, it is the right time to really connect to our dear purpose and profound. So. Stephen, by the way, I mean, now I have to say it, is someone incredibly champion in that field. He has it in his genes and he's working on it. He is meant to do greater things. We all, of course, have. Mine is human being. I love to see what is the best in people. Why? Because when you love the person in front of you, then you get that mirror and it's about that connections. I always say connections with your inner self is the most incredible. When you connect with your inner self, then you see sometimes you see a person and say, oh my God, I see the smile in your eyes. Why do you think you see it? You see it because you connected with that person. You know, there are different levels of connections and I wish we all go and work on that. It's not because I'm an expert necessarily that but what is an expert who's someone who really go and deep and check why are we here on earth and it's really important that we all know about you know everything about business and so on it's so great i love to do business and a business when since i was five i i smile about it because i thought that there is no border anywhere when you want good things for you and for others the world is there for you, but we just need to connect profoundly to there. And Amen. it is important that we just connect to that part. So I hope we can all do, we can do maybe maybe one a room on that and see with different numbers and different people. And honestly speaking, that makes us just alive one more time and be connected to greater things. Thank you, Stephen. Awesome. We awesome. We should get back on the phone again sometime here soon. Uh, you know, it's like it's 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 creating and shaping reality is basically the goal and purpose of all life, right? Of every life, whether it's uh, a human or or otherwise. You know, it's it's it, God has given us the right and and the freedom and the power to shape our own reality in accordance with our own consciousness. I mean, that's powerful, man. I mean, we 
I hate to say it uh, this way, but we are God. If you think of it that way, you know, we're all one. So why can't we create what, what we want to create? Why can't we have the impact that we want to have? We can't because we put too many, too much excess potential, too much excess importance or desire into one thing. And then we lose focus on the entire picture. Can't see the forest for the trees. Whew, my goodness. Well, let me get one more before I close it out and hand it over to the one. Is Jackie here? Yes. Okay, I heard Jackie and then I heard another male voice. Let's do Jackie and the male voice. <laughs> Jackie, morning. go for it. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning, everybody. Um, I have so loved this segment and thank you so much for it. Um, you know, I've been open about going through burnout last year and what I realized in that process was that I had lost myself and hadn't been, you know, got caught up in businesses and wasn't working to who I am or what I believe in. And um, it was actually really um, enlightening to go through that process and figure out what it is I want to do going forward, who I am and what impact I want to have. And that's kind of the journey, if you like, that I'm on right now. And I love when you talk about authenticity, because that's something that's very important to me in the relationships that I build. And I just want people to um, know me for who I am and to help people um, the way I've done over the years um, naturally. I, I want to be able to do that going forward. So hearing what you've said and the impact that people can have by just being themselves. Thank you so much for that, Stephen. Really appreciate it. This okay, is Jackie in the red. Hand thank you, back you so much. Tom. So, so much, Jackie. Just, Michelle, if you give me one, one more minute, um, I'd like to do the male voice and then I want Jan to, to jump in. You are fine, my friend. No worries. Thank you. Thank you so much. Who is the male? <laughs> Hello, I'm the male. Name is Darren. Hey, Darren. Right, man. Um, I, yeah, I came into this room because because this this subject's something very dear to my heart. Um, this is a subject that I teach. I'm a I'm an NLP um, person. I've been doing. Uh, I'm. Uh, I've got. A, yeah. Do you know what NLP is? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Really. Program. Right. So I've been doing that for about for about twenty years plus psychology counselling therapy, and I teach English um, sometimes here in England. Um, but one of the thoughts that came to mind on the subject of influencing people with integrity, if so I teach people how to do influence, and in order to do that with integrity, for me, it's important to to know who you're talking to. Like, so when I'm influencing people, I need to not need to. I, I pay attention to what they're telling me. I listen to them, and I get to know them before I do any influencing. Um, just the ethics that I come from, I think, personally think it's unethical to go influencing people unless you know what their wants their needs their desire their values well, are that goes for adding value solving problems as well you can't solve a problem unless you know what the problem is so thanks for the input exactly. that's exactly right thanks brother thanks for joining the room probably first time you've been here so yeah uh, i yeah i come back in it because i usually see this as like more american centric and i'm i'm in the no, uk not at all not at all yeah, we have, we have, i'm speaking in it yeah, yeah international brother thanks so much uh thanks so much for your input we'll see you see you next time as well jan go for it and then, then we'll hand over Hey, thank you so much, um, uh, Stephen. Good to hear your voice. And uh, I'm sorry, my question is coming in late uh, because I was kind of processing what you said earlier and it's going to take me like rest of the day to do that. So perhaps this could be for another segment. You know, you said what I thought was uh, really uh, great was that, um, you know, you can't be authentic when you don't know who you are. It's just really true. And, uh, you know, my question was uh, more to do with, you know, for those of us who are, you know, starting to remove all those barriers you talked about putting place by society to help us forget and suppress our darker and undesirable side and to mold us into what who we ought to be by other people's standards, you know. But when we decide to do that, you know, when we decide to turn from all that and uh, really uh, reconnect with our true selves but we are also having to reconnect with uh, you know the, the the not so desirable side of us so you know what we do with that and still be the best version of ourselves is you know kind of my question and uh, yeah. maybe for the next segment well no I, I, we can definitely do a segment on that but let's real quick right now i'll answer that is that the dark side is only dark if you see it as dark the dark has to be there so you can see the light but that doesn't mean it has to stay dark Right. So they, they say, you know, Martin Luther King said uh, only in the deepest darkness can you see the stars the brightest. So if we if, if we realize that we're there in these dark times to learn and to grow and to expand, 
then it's a good thing. Like, and you've got to ask yourself, you know, why is this a good thing? If something dark or horrible or whatever it is happens, you have to create good meaning. And I say that you have to, if you want to get out of it, you create good meaning by asking yourself a question. Why is this good? Well, it's good because, and you're triggering your amygdala in your brain to come up with a solution that you don't have yet. That's why you got to ask yourself a question. It's like when you meditate, right? You ask yourself a question and intention, and then you let go and wait for an answer. That's meditation. It's the same thing you do. And you're creating, your mind is creating the solution for you. You know, so a great question, Jan, as always. Goodness gracious. So Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.